0: Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to listen to a, a f- probably a fairly short episode of Treks and Sci-Fi. This is show 904. It is May 28th, 2023, and oh, believe it or not, I've I've had a, another cold this past week, but I'm feeling pretty good now. Still a little congested, just a little bit, but I'll try to get through. I was going to do a video cast about Motor City Comic Con. I'll talk more about that. I'm going to talk about the con, a couple other things that's recently going on. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Probably maybe 20 minutes to a half hour. I'm also going to put up a music video for Motor City Comic Con soon as well. More on that. And uh, after, I'm going to play, uh, to start us off with this week, I'm going to play, there was a new trailer about two, three days ago. For season two of *Strange New Worlds*, *Star Trek: Strange New Worlds*, *Star Trek: colon Strange New Worlds*, season two, which I'm very excited about, it's probably my favorite of the newer Trek shows. Believe it or not, even more than *Picard*. What? 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 Do people still say what? What? Where did that come from, anyway? I don't know. But anyway, there is a new, yeah, new season two trailer. And it, it looks fantastic. It starts uh, the mid mid June, June fifteenth, on Paramount Plus. So listen to this. It's about almost two minutes, and I'll be back with uh, the podcast. You're gonna start the engine sometime soon, Erica. <laughs> Don't worry. I did this a hundred times during the war. It's like riding a bike. I sense a tension, a feeling that something's in the air. Oh my God. Our job puts us up against death. We might not like it, but we do have to face it. Hold on to your saddles. Explore us. It's easy to forget how awesome that is. That's the mission. It's what we love most. I have this crazy theory. I love a crazy theory. What does this mean? I don't know. Shut up. Do you know the odds of all of us being here at this time? It's improbable. And yet, here we are together. Surprise! Live long and prosper, Mr. Boynler. You also live and. In- Yeah, that looks fantastic. Uh, You can obviously see it online, YouTube. It's probably even on Paramount Plus, the trailers. If you go to Strange New Worlds uh, part or whatever you call it, area of um, that streaming service. So super excited. Season 2. How many episodes did we get in Season 1 anyway? What was it? (laughs) Was it only 10? I think it might have been only 10. But I'm not sure how many we're getting in season season two. But uh, yeah, super excited. Hoping that, uh, you know, I'm going to San Diego Comic-Con in July again. Finally got all that worked out. I think I mentioned that on a recent, maybe podcast a couple of weeks ago. Finally got a hotel. Uh, staying a little bit further away than I would have liked. But hey, I'm there. I'll be able to go again. Kind of excited just because this will be like the first year really... Last year, the um, there was still a mask mandate for COVID, which was on, kind of annoying just because it was pretty much gone everywhere else. So I was kind of surprised when that happened. But it, mostly what really bugs me about that a little bit, and not to get into the whole thing, but, you know, and here I am with just, you know, getting over a cold again. Uh, it, basically, the... <laughs> my uh my wife Lynn and I we watched our grandson Bryson for roughly a week um during the day for for a couple of reasons but anyway he was sick a little bit so Lynn got it my wife got it then I got it and i i about a month ago i had a really awful cold this one actually hasn't been that bad really honestly i've had it for just about the last week and a couple days i felt very uh, like I had no energy. That's the worst part about being sick is when you're when you're really wiped out. But that was only for about a day or two, and now it's pretty much the remnants. But um, but how to get off into that topic? Oh, the the COVID and the mask thing. So yeah, last year at San Diego, and that, what what really I I it, what's tough about that is I love taking photos and video at these cons, and with the mask thing, you could take you know, you could be outside without a mask, but there's a lot of people that, that walk the, the show floor and in costumes. And San Diego has, you know, amazing people in amazing costumes. And, you know, people were very good about wearing their masks there. I was actually very impressed. I saw very few people, you know, not doing it. And um, so, but people had to wear them with their costumes. So that, that kind of restricted a lot of the photo things last year. But this year, all all that's gone covid's pretty much gone i mean i've been sick a couple times in the last month or so taking covid tests you know it's like nope nope not covid and uh <laughs> so so whatever you know i know people still get covid and it's still out there but it's certainly not like it was so i'm kind of happy that that things are that's kind of out of the way but uh, but motor city comic con last weekend so Let's talk a little bit about that. So they actually, uh, they've been back for a couple of, uh, they've actually gone to two times a year. The Spring Con in mid-May or so uh, is the big one. And this, it was packed. I didn't, I don't think I went last year to the Spring Con. I think I kind of just didn't feel like it. My oldest son, I think, went for a little bit. But this year, our his grandson Bryson, who was he was feeling better by this point. But anyway, he uh, he wanted to go to the con because he likes the superheroes, just like his daddy, like his like his pappy, who which is what he calls me not not grandpa, no 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 grandpa, pappy. So uh, and my uh, both sons, uh, my oldest one Steven, who Bryson is his his boy, his four year old, almost five it'll be five in August, <clears throat> excuse me. And then my younger son, Eric, who has moved a bit closer back to home recently, he used to live about a, well, a little more than an hour away in, a land, in Lansing in the middle of Michigan, because that's near where he went to school and he ended up getting an apartment there. But he moved now closer back here because uh, he can work remotely like a lot of people do. So that's cool. That So he was able to go to the con. So it was the four four amigos, four of us. Uh, my grandson, my two sons, and me went to the con on Saturday last weekend. And, man, it was packed. It, it was uh, it was just packed with people. You'll see when you when you take a look at the music video. By the way, that'll get up probably, I might work on it tomorrow, Memorial Day. Uh, but that's uh, vimeo, V-I-M-E-O.com forward slash Trekkie is where you find those and I'll link it on the Facebook group and stuff like that. But, uh, but man, it was, it was more packed with people last weekend than I've ever seen. And I think it's cause you know, COVID is pretty much over. People want to get out and do stuff again, but excuse me, I think they're going to have to restrict the access or restrict the number of tickets that they sell because I've never seen it so full of people. It was just crazy. Um, but, um, Hey, before I talk more about the con, let me take a short break here we get a little drink, blow my nose and uh that's exciting. And then I'll be back and tell you more about Motor City Comic Con 2023. This is Dominic Keating, Malcolm Reed, Lieutenant to you at the Motor City Comic Con. Just wanted to say uh keep on listening to Trekking Sci-Fi. All right, I'm back. Uh boy, you know you're you've been sick and and your your wife's sick and all that when uh you're you're buying uh you're buying Kleenex, uh, off of Amazon in like the, by the bulk, uh, so gross, but do feel better actually. Uh, which is, you know, which is of course the main thing. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Why am I yawning? Uh. <clears throat> okay. Pardon me. Um, so yeah, I'm not tired really that much. I, I, I slept pretty good. been sleeping fairly good. So Motor City Comic Con, they had a lot of guests. And I, I didn't really get a chance to, I eh, didn't really feel in the mood. It was more about being there with my uh, sons and my grandson. But listen to the, uh, <clears throat> here's a little bit of the lineup of the, we had Jonathan Frakes was there. Uh, Brent Spiner was there. Stephen Amell, uh, Michael Bean, Ashley Eckstein. Sean Gunn, Edward Furlong, uh, Bonnie Daniels, (laughs) yeah, William Daniels, also both. Tony Danza was supposed to be there, but I never saw him. I went by all the signing areas. I mean, Richard Karn, who was Al on Home Improvement, Matt Lanter, who was also in The Clone Wars voicing, also in uh, Timeless, that cool time travel show that only lasted a short time, Laurie Holden, uh, Catherine Tate Mark Shepard Michael rooker does I say that guy's name I don't know and a whole bunch of, a lot of, a lot of other people oh Timothy Odmanson, um David Ramsey who is also an arrow Emily Bett Rickards also an arrow the three of them I did catch uh, about half of their panel on uh on Saturday and uh they're always great you know I I was really happy to uh to catch a little bit of that I th- I'm going to try to check out YouTube and see if some more of the panels, if people put them up there online. I don't know if motor city comic-con really does that officially, but you know, people use their phones or their cameras or whatever and and do that. Some celebrities I've seen sometimes at motor city comic-con, sometimes they get kind of picky about that. It's, It's kind of hard for a whole hour long show to, to hold a phone or a camera up the whole time and record the whole thing. Um, so I, have definitely have recorded bits of things, little bits and stuff at shows, but I'm not, I don't think I've ever really tried to record a whole panel. I think I've done the audio. I think I, I did a couple times way back when I've gone to cons. I, I think I tried for the podcast. I think I had to try to record, like I had a, a small portable uh, audio recorder and I was trying to record the audio from the panel. Uh, but, um, but yeah, video is, is, you know, it's a little awkward to just do that. I don't want to block people's view too long either if they're behind me, but, but yeah, I saw the arrow panel, but, but the, uh, yeah, there was a lot of people in costume. I took, I I didn't get a chance really to take anywhere near the amount of video and pictures I typically do. Again, being with my grandson and my sons, it kind of, uh, you know, we were kind of busy walking around and showing him things. Uh, he, he was, he was really good, you know, for a very crowded event for a little kid who's who's not even five years old yet. You know, he stayed close to me or daddy or whoever, you know, one of the three of us, uh, or his uncle, Uncle Eric. But, uh, you know, he really, really did well. Uh, my son bought him a couple little Legos, uh, but not much. You know, he's not, of course, he's he's like any kid. He likes to get new things and, and toys and stuff, but he really wasn't like every time he saw something in the in the, you know, the main floor, all the booths and stuff for things that are for sale, you know, it wasn't like he was like, Oh, daddy, get me this, get me this. You know, he's, he's good about that. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was really crowded. I mean, I, I, it's hard. I, I always tried to be fairly positive on the podcast, especially and and that, but two or three things this con needs to, needs to improve on greatly. One is the way they park people at the con They only really have more or less. I mean, there's lots near the con that you can sort of park in. Well, you can park in, but the the main lot, which can hold a lot of cars, they just have one way in basically. And 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 even though we didn't get there till about an hour after it opened on Saturday, really hard to get in and find a place and get a place to park. It probably took us, I don't know maybe a half hour or more than that, which maybe doesn't sound like a long time to wait in line to park, but they have other ways in and out of there. They use them later when people are leaving. So I don't know. I I don't know if it has to do with the way the roads are around there, what the police want to handle or whatever, but, um, it's really not good for the amount of people they have. Uh, what else? Um, and then the same thing about going in, you can buy advanced tickets, which which we haven't done and get this, this is why, and I think I've said this before. If you buy advanced tickets, it, it it's not a, you don't get a badge in the mail or anything like that. You literally just have to take the you know, whether it's a printed off digital little barcode thing or QR code receipt, and then you have to wait in a huge long line with your advanced purchase ticket to get a wristband. And it's, it wraps around this massive building, and it's only like one single file, like one way in, one single file line. It's absurd. And then when you get in, though, here's the weird part. There's multiple windows, probably 20 windows of people giving out wristbands. And when... So when we, we bought tickets there, they have an outdoor little window area where you can buy tickets and you could walk right up and buy tickets there on the spot. Now it costs a little more if you don't buy them in advance. It was kind of expensive for Motor City Comic Con, which I used to go to it back when it was like 20 bucks for a day. It's $50 to, to get in for one day. And, and it costs 10 bucks to park. So 60 bucks before you even get in. But, um, but when you buy the tickets on this outdoor window, then we managed to find a door to get in. And then we just went right. Basically, we walked right into where you get the wristbands. Uh, so essentially what I'm saying is we were better off not buying advanced tickets, getting in quicker to the con than, than all the people lined up outside. So it, it's just a bad system. They need to do better with that. And then two other things, really. The food inside, they don't have nearly enough um, food areas they really should have some food areas like outside, like a food truck area or something like that. Really ridiculous. I mean, I, I can handle skipping lunch and all that, but the little guy, you know, my grandson, you know, he wanted to get something to eat. So daddy and he had to wait in line for like 40 minutes or something to get a hot dog, uh, you know. But – and you could bring snacks, I suppose, in, but it's, it's tricky. Anyway, the um, – so the food situation – the the lines getting in and out and all that and parking, but then the last final thing really is just they they need to they need to cap it they need to cap the amount of people that they let in, I suppose if you know getting there and buying tickets at the door you know it would I, I think these advance tickets need to be basically the whole thing you know mail somebody a wristband or a badge that they hang on a lanyard like Comic Con does for San Diego, which I love I I hate stupid wristbands frankly. They're awkward. Uh, you know, I've been at cons, like Austin Comic-Con would do this. You have to wear the stupid thing all weekend and shower with it in junk. A lanyard around your neck. Now, I get it, 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 it can be passed around, right? But San Diego does that. They let, the, you know, not that they want you to pass it around, but I'm just saying they send a lanyard thing out, like a, a badge that you hang around your neck, and you can take it off when you're done with the con and put it in your bag or whatever, and then put it on the next day. And, and honestly, for the whole thing about passing a, a badge around for a con, hey, I mean, I feel like you've, you've paid for someone to go there. Let's say you bought a San Diego four-day pass or five-day pass or whatever, and you only can go two of the days, but you've got a buddy who can go three days. Well, I really don't see, I know this is uh, you know not allowed technically, but I, I don't see that you shouldn't be able to, like, share that. Like, you guys all, you pool your money. And I know people do that. They obviously do that. And I don't think I've ever heard of anyone. um I've gone there now. Let's see. This will be my fourth time. I went two times before COVID and last year and this year. So this will be my fourth time at San Diego. And I know Kenny's gone for years. I'll have to ask Kenny this question. I said, hey, you know, something about, like, have you ever had anyone, you know, um I don't know. I know for press, because I get a press pass for San Diego. Thank you, San Diego, by the way. Um, and it has my name on it, and Trucks and Sci-Fi is on it also. So they could stop me, ask to see my ID, and make sure that those things line up and match, right? But I don't know if when you buy the passes for just you know general admission for San Diego, I don't think it has people's names on them. I don't think. Uh, I'll have to check on that. I don't, I don't think that's the case, though. I but I suppose if you scan it, maybe it's connected to somebody. So they they, they could have a scanner, uh, you know, like electronically come up, randomly scan your badge. It would show your name of who purchased it. Um, and then, you know, but again, I, I just v- view it like that, that lets one person in at one time, right? So uh, plus they've got a great electronic scanning system in San Diego. When you walk in, you just scan your badge. When you walk in, when you leave, you scan it, scan out. It's kind of like a key card system for a, a workplace or something. So they know basically if you're in or you're out. Um, and, and the only thing that gets goofy about that sometimes is if if it doesn't work right either one way or the other, you, you might need to get it reset because if it if it shows that you're still in the con, you, you you the next day, like you would, you you technically, I think the machine will go bleep or whatever, go red. And it won't let you in, right? You, you've scanned in. Maybe you forgot to scan out, um, but it's not a big deal. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about that so much. We're already 20 minutes into the podcast. But going back to, let's bring it back to uh, Motor City. Yeah, they had a great guest lineup this year. I was very impressed. Not very many cancellations. I was a little disappointed that the, well, this is always the case with, with Motor City a little bit. And I I've never, I don't think I've. Did I ever go? I don't think I've ever bought, even though it's only like a half hour from my house. I don't think I've ever bought a weekend pass. I've never really felt the need. Like honestly, most of the celebrities. Oh, Christopher Lloyd was there. Did I mention him? Yeah, Christopher Lloyd was there too. But I, I, what I'm getting to is, is the the when they do their panels and speaking, like the Star Trek guys, you know, uh, Jonathan Frakes and Brent Spiner, which would have been great to hear. They weren't talking until Sunday. I really didn't want to go back another day to the con just to see those guys talk. I mean, I love them. They're great. I loved, you know, the last season of Picard and all that, but I've seen them speak many, 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 many times. Uh, so, and I probably honestly that maybe that, that, that panel is up on YouTube. Maybe I'll check if I take another break here in a minute, but, um, but you know, it's like, eh, I, I, it's just, you got to get all through all the madness of getting into the con. Now, if you have a badge already, you can get in. If you've bought a, a special like you know weekend pass, you don't have to wait to get in. You can you know you just have to wait to park, uh, but um, but that's uh, that's a little easier to do. But to just run over there for to see those guys talk for a short time, you know. And honestly, most of the time when they do talks, most celebrities pretty much split the like if they have an hour roughly they'll do about half where they sort of talk and then the other half is usually Q&A. It varies a little bit depending on the person. Some will just do Q&A pretty much almost the whole time. Others will just get, you know, gab a long time like William Shatner I've seen sometimes he can just talk like forever about all kinds of weird minutiae. He he's he's a, you know, I I you know, he's a great guy but he can go off on weird tangents sometimes that you're just like, what what, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you know he's 92 or whatever so I'll, I'll let it go. but uh, but the, um, but yeah, so so that's a little hard when you know you have a great celebrity lineup and I, and I get it. you can't have everyone talking at the same time or whatever. but this year it seemed like with all those celebrities, really the only people I really wanted to see uh, was the Arrow group. Um, I would have liked to seen Christopher Lloyd, I think. I I forget what day he was talking. Uh, but, um, but yeah, that, uh, you know, it ended up being a pretty good con though. Just, just very, very packed though. Super packed with people. And honestly, you know, now that I've, uh, you know, bit the bullet and I've gone to San Diego a few times and, you know, I, I've said it before. I was always thinking, oh, that con is going to have just so many people. It's just going to be insanity, and while there are, there, you know, my my big hat off hats off thing to, to San Diego is always, they do have a, a ton of people, but they really do handle the, the crowds and the people well. I, one last Motor City thing, and no one probably who runs the con will ever listen to this, which, so what, but... Um, they need more volunteers that's a, that's another tricky or another thing that uh, this year with the amount of people that were there it was it was pretty obvious and i read some threads on their facebook page and stuff like that so a lot of people had the same opinion so i'm not this isn't really i i saw a lot of people saying these things but they didn't have enough support staff volunteers there to really handle the people in the crowds um oh there was another weird thing about motor city that i read although i didn't really find this to be true But they were really having a big problem with um, the cosplayers and some of their, let's say, quote-unquote, weapon policy, you know, to get things checked to let them in. They didn't want anything that looked like a firearm. Now, I kind of understand that. I kind of get that these days. Yeah, You know, we are in the Detroit area, for one thing. So, you know, not a blaster, no phasers, things like that. Nothing that looks like a gun, per se. But then they were really restricting. They were basically telling people no to lightsabers. And, you know, I, I've been to a lot of cons. Like San Diego, I, I get a kick out of her. I, I think it's kind of ridiculous in a way, but they tag him. I remember when Kenny was in his uh, his Jedi outfit, and he has these dual lightsabers that he brings. And, and they, they actually literally, I think, tag them so they had to stay in these little, like, almost like a holster thing he had, if I remember right. But he, but he would pull them out. He could slide them out occasionally to, to use them in, for photos. But I mean, they're lightsabers. Now, I guess I guess the answer for Motor City or what they were saying is the metal hilt could be used as a weapon. I mean, dudes, you can use a pencil as a weapon. You could use a pen as a weapon. I could use my foot, my shoe, you know, th- that trash can over there. I, I, I mean, like, uh, you know here here here's the here's the little secret guys. People who are cosplaying and bring a lightsaber and are dressed up as a Jedi or whatever, they're not gonna do anything like that. They really are not. add up the number of con incidents of, uh, of problems, and it really is, it it, it just doesn't really happen. and and I think we've gone kind of a little too much. I've got a personal problem with, you know, with the idiots of the world because of their bad behavior are, are making us all kind of suffer a little bit for it. I, it's like punishing the class for one, one kid who, who's doing something wrong. I don't feel that's, I feel that's a bad, bad policy, bad policy, bad, bad policy, like bad dog. Oh, poor Cosmo in the guardians of the galaxy three, uh, bad dog. You take that back. Cosmo's not a bad dog. So anyway, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. That, that was a great part of the movie. Good movie. But, um, but yeah, it was like really the metal hilt. I saw people with lightsabers in, in the con and most lightsaber hilts, especially, especially, excuse me, especially if they're electronic, not always, but most of them are aluminum. Most of them are metal. Uh, so, I mean, I could carry the stupid thing on an airplane. I did it multiple times you know, they, they pull it out of my bag. They look at it, they light it up and and they put it back and they said, all right, sir, have a good day. And I, and I walked on an airplane, an airplane with, with a metal hilt lightsaber. So, you know, like guys take that easy. I, again, lightsaber is ridiculous. The gun thing, I, I sort of understand. I, I can kind of accept that one. Although phasers, eh, you know, does it really look like a gun? Uh, You know, I don't know, but, um, I mean, the guys that want to dress up as, like, G.I. Joe and have, you know, a fake, you know, but it looks like a, a a real rifle or something like that, I think that's pushing it. That, that I think, needs to be restricted. Although, I've been at cons where people do that. You know, it's okay. You know, they, they let them in. They check them out. And they go, okay, come on in. But, um, all right, enough about all that junk. But it was fun. I mean, we were only there for a few hours. We weren't there all day. Um, little guy... You know, he got a little tuckered out after a few hours and then my so my oldest son and he and Bryce and my my grandson left. And then uh my younger son, Eric and I hung out for maybe another hour or so and then went out and had a nice late lunch of conies. If you know what conies are in Detroit, then you know what I'm talking about. So uh but um all right, we're about a half hour in and I need to probably wrap this up. But that was the main thing I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, I did watch the a couple last things. I, I've watched um, I watched the season finale of The Flash. I really I like the season finale. I thought that was pretty fun and pretty good. Uh, but the the last season of The Flash, it, they had a few guest stars they slipped in, uh, but I, I think they could have done better. I, I I was a little disappointed in the last season. I'll have to be honest. I know everybody says, oh, after season three or four, The Flash sucked or whatever, that kind of stuff, but I still watched it. I still enjoyed it, uh, but um, but that was it, so uh, I liked it. I started to watch this uh, show on, I think it's on, is this one Amazon Prime? Silo? No, no, wait, sorry. It's, I think it's Apple TV. Oh, so many streaming services In such a mess these days. Disney removing Willow, you know, which just came out basically and some other content, I, it's just, guys, get your act together. You know, kind of. I mean, I thought you had been. I thought the reports have been that you've been making a lot of money. I, I, I don't know. Figure it out. And then we've still got the writer strike going on too. Um, last thing I wanted to mention. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's not a sci-fi thing, but I watched this movie last night. It's on uh, pay-per-view. You can watch now uh, at home. <coughs> Sisu, S-I-S-U. It's a Finnish word. Um, look it up. Watch the trailer. Oh my gosh, this movie—it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Sorry, I had to pause there for a second. But uh, yeah, it's basically set during World War near near the end of World War Two, as uh, Germans are leaving um, Finland, and there's this guy, this gold miner guy. And he was a uh, he was in the military, uh, and uh, well, I don't want to say too much. Just watch the trailer on YouTube. Uh, find a way to watch the movie. But if you know the John Wick movies, it's like John Wick times a hundred. This guy is is an unstoppable force of nature, and uh, who goes up against a bunch of Nazis. So yeah, not a, not sci-fi, uh, although practically because of how, how crazy it gets. But, uh, I, I really actually really enjoyed it. It was, uh, it was an hour and a half of, of craziness and, and it was, you know, that's fun to see sometimes speaking of, <laughs> excuse me, I still need to see fast X. Haven't seen that. So, all right, I'm out of here. Everyone keep an eye on uh, Vimeo for me. Uh, there'll be a Comic-Con video up soon and I'll hopefully be back next week. Bye-bye. This has been a Rick Dusty podcast production.